0: Uh, let's talk a little bit about preborn. One of the great things uh, that I am so proud to be a part of is the ministry of uh, preborn. Uh, and I know you feel the same way because you've made an unbelievable difference in their ministry. You can't understate uh, the fact that this audience has saved thousands of children from being aborted. Thousands of children. And the way you do that is with a $28 donation. $28 pays for an ultrasound. A woman comes in, she's thinking about having an abortion. If they're at a pre-born clinic, they say, well, let's get an ultrasound, see how far you along. It doubles the chances that mom chooses life if she sees the baby and hears the heartbeat. And that's what they're asking you for. $28. Bless a life. Bless a life. Two lives, actually. Saving two lives. Mom and the baby. Preborn.com slash Glenn, preborn.com slash Glenn. or go to uh, your phone and just hit pound 250, keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, be a part of something great. Yesterday, the Senate voted to confirm President Biden's pick for ambassador to Israel, you know, filling the months-long vacancy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. We could be on the verge of a global war at any moment. and We don't have an ambassador to Israel. No, no, no. President Biden really knocked it out of the park with his pick, too. I mean, I think it really shows what his real goals are uh, in Israel and we'll tell you about that also Andy Biggs joins us he's he's somebody who i think is right on the money literally he's saying okay we can send money overseas to Israel but it should have the same kind of controls on it that we should have in uh Ukraine amen brother let him preach in 60 seconds whether it's cross hundreds of miles or just to the grocery store and back, you rely on your car to get around safely and efficiently. So when your car has problems, the very last thing you need to be worried about is how you're going to afford fixing it. Who's going to be the person doing it? This is where CarShield comes in. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month, flexible month-to-month coverage. Your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24 seven coast to coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts and Car Shield administrators handle all the paperwork. Maybe most importantly at all, considering the whole inflation thing, you get a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up. No matter how many claims you file, it'll never go up even as mileage on your car increases. This is the kind of deal You shouldn't pass up. It's CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. Or call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Representative Andy Biggs from Arizona. Uh, We are Israel's ally, but the U.S. cannot send blank checks to Israel or any place else with no oversight. Amen. Andy Biggs. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good, Glenn. Good to be with you. Thank you.
0: So tell me what you're because you're getting heat, uh, of course. Um, I hope it's not from a bunch of Republicans, except maybe the, the usual.
1: Yeah, probably the usual folks coming after me. But the the bottom line is they know as well as I do that we don't need to look any further than, say, Ukraine, where literally billions of dollars uh, have just kind of evaporated. We're not sure where. We know material has ended up in, as far away in Central Africa, rebellious states. And so we're broke. U.S. is broke. So everything that we're going to give to Israel is going to be borrowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we we have far greater regard for Israel, we view them as a historical ally. Uh, we actually have, uh, you know, this emotional uh, tie to Israel, besides economic and technological sure. and, and military. We need to know where the money is going. We need to know it's actually being used appropriately and correctly, um, and and that is a critical uh, issue. If we don't do that. Um, and then if we don't remove some of these Biden policies, then we're basically undermining and handcuffing Israel at the same time that we're uh, basically borrowing from future generations to support Israel.
0: I mean, I, I saw yesterday our secretary of state say that we have all kinds of, uh, of things, you know, on all of our aid to Iran to make sure that uh, Hamas is not getting any of the money except for milk and bread. And I thought to myself, uh, I'd like to know what that rigorous program is, because I don't believe that.
1: Yeah, and you shouldn't believe that. This is the same guy that told you when they were giving $6 billion back to Iran just a, a few weeks ago. They they said this will not be spent on anything other than humanitarian aid. And the very same day, you had the, uh, I don't know whether you call him, undersecretary, but basically the vice, vice premier of Iran says, no, we'll use it any way we want to. Correct.
0: And, and the I- bank holding it was Qatar, which we know is in bed with the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas. So
1: Exactly. I mean, exactly. come on. No, no, I mean, and, and it's true, and, and so so I, I believe that that $6 billion being released actually was a catalyst for Hamas because now they knew that they had uh, further economic support. And then what, what, uh, in 2021, don't forget this, um, Biden gave $235 million to the Palestinians for ostensibly humanitarian efforts. And then he's promised another $100 million for humanitarian relief. The problem is, that money is fungible, and it's going to go right in to Hamas. Uh, <sighs> and, and so we basically are funding Israel on one side and funding enemies of Israel on the other, whether it's going through to Hezbollah yeah. uh, or Hamas.
0: Well, we were kind of doing that in World War II. We might be fighting Germany, but we allowed companies like IBM uh, and Coca-Cola, to just keep doing business over there. And that really helped them a great deal. This time, it's our government. One hand is helping. One hand is slapping down. It makes no sense. Um, the The bill that the, the new speaker has put together, uh, I think, is fantastic. Um, if $14 billion to Israel does not include any aid to uh, Ukraine. It's got to be separate. Uh, and it cuts... Some of the it takes the what is it, 14 billion dollars from the IRS and their slush fund, which they have not put to use yet. So it takes that away. And then with your amendment says we have to track every dime of it. This is something that I think Republicans should be universally happy with.
1: Yeah, I think so. You would you would think so. But uh, never forget, Glenn, that uh, uh, I I carry a certain amount of baggage with me within my own party. So I always remember that. I always remember that. But but the bottom line is, I think, as from a policy point of view, my colleagues, um, the vast majority of them will support this. And I I hope to see that amendment uh, come come forward uh, in the in the process that we're engaged in today. Good. Uh, How can we help? Just get the word out. That's, that's it. The word, word's got to be out and people need to know that, uh, and let their congressmen or women know that, uh, this is where we need to be. Okay. Thank you very
0: much, Andy. I appreciate it. I Thanks. think we actually may have gotten a big win, uh, for as much as I, uh, said to the Republicans have a plan. Uh, I think we, by the skin of our teeth may have gotten a win in the speaker appointment because it, it seems to be going well, at least what he's proposing that I know of. Let's see if he can pull it together now.
2: Yeah. I mean, and this, if you want to be optimistic and uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the same types of spending proposals are right around the corner. Right. So yeah. we're going to have to see
0: how that goes. But you- I have no problem with sending the money to Israel. Look, I, I'm pro-Israel. I'm not pro-war, U.S. war. Um and I'm not blind. It's not like Israel. Hey, Israel, do whatever you want with our treasure. No, uh, I want to know exactly where every dime goes. That's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, and I think having you know people watching our money, no matter where it is going, is so essential, especially on this administration. Um, but it should be for every administration. And you know we're broke. Okay, what do you want? What do you want? Do you want the IRS or do you want? And by the way, don't believe this thing that it was for the uber rich. They came out after it passed and said most of it is targeting now people that are not wealthy. So don't buy into that lie. And they have the money sitting there. It's not being used yet. So take that 14 billion dollars off of that that we've already borrowed and send it to Israel. No more. No more. All right, back in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. It's uh, time for you to take back your life from the pain that's been keeping you down. You know who you are. You know, you know what you've been fighting for, for fighting with for a long time. Don't give up. Today might be the day that changes all of that. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain. It's hundred percent drug free and developed by doctors who are searching for a better alternative. It helps reduce or eliminate the everyday aches and pains you're experiencing, whether it's neck, back, joint, muscle pain. Relief Factor can help you feel better and help you to start live, uh, living a better life. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. I happen to be one of them. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three week Quick Start Kit. It's $19.95, comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try Relieffactor.com or 804 relief 800 the number four relief You'll feel the difference and you'll know it works Relieffactor.com 10 seconds station ID. So yesterday, the Senate voted to confirm President Biden's pick for ambassador to Israel. I don't think he's going to be real popular over there. Now, this has been a month long vacancy. How is that possible? Well, President Biden really picked somebody really, really good. The qualifications. What do you think the qualifications to the ambassador to Israel? What should he have? I mean, maybe he should be Jewish. Okay. The new ambassador checks that box. He's an Orthodox Jew, observes the Sabbath. So far, so good. Our ambassador to Israel should also have experience in foreign policy. Kind of important, saying that the region is a tinderbox right now. Might be a little of an understatement. Well, the nominee, he did serve as uh, Obama's deputy secretary of state for management and resources. That is referred to as the chief operating officer of the State Department. So, You know, given all the aid that we'll probably throw at the region, could be a valuable skill set. Now, now, of course, much of that aid is going to Gaza, but we know this new uh, ambassador that was passed yesterday by the Senate knows how to handle finance. I mean, real finance, real money too. Um, His name is Jack Liu. He's the new ambassador. Lou was also the director of the Office of Management and Budget under both Clinton and Obama. And then he served as Obama's Treasury Secretary from 2013 to 2017. So that's great, right? As we learned from Ukraine, keeping track of our foreign aid, it's going to be very important. If he's the ambassador, it's going to be great. Oh, wait, what? We just throw it out like Oprah and hope it blows up Russia or something? Oh, what? There's definitely no money laundering going on, right? Okay. What do you mean? Having the guy who ran the U.S. Treasury, the Oprah of Oprahs, going to make things worse? No, that can't be. That can't be. The third thing that I think we should learn about the ambassador of Israel is he has a very solid understanding on Iran. And Jack Lew has a very solid understanding on Iran um, because Hamas isn't funding itself Hamas Hezbollah and now the Houthi rebels in Yemen they're all getting their money and their orders from Iran so we don't want to send more what he's gonna send okay <laughs> wait a minute he, apparently Jack Lew is one of the main players in Obama's Iran nuclear deal He is also the main guy Obama used to sell the deal to the Jewish community. Now, he probably quickly realized the deal backfired. Well, in 2017, he said, I think Israel is safer today than it was before the deal when Iran was genuinely approaching having a nuclear weapon. So remember the pallet of cash that we put on the airport there for Iran? Yeah, that's Jack Lew. That's that's him. So, good pick for ambassador uh, for Israel, right? Every Senate Republican, except for two, voted no. The two that voted for him, Rand Paul and warmonger extraordinaire Lindsey Graham. Now, is there a chance that Jack Lew will use his financial and negotiation skills to bring, bring peace back to the region? Yeah. Or maybe he's the perfect guy to continue what Biden has been doing all along, appeasing Iran, making the perfect opportunity for government money laundering. But, I mean, honestly, if we could print our own money in our basement, I mean, wouldn't you? (sighs) So
2: Rand Paul. Rand has been on the record kind of to approve most nominees, right? That's kind of been his stance over the years. Yes. He pretty much
0: believes he believes in pretty much rubber stamp. He believes unless there's something deeply unconstitutional about him, I vote yes. Mm -hmm. I I am there to uh, affirm Um, that's the way it used to be done. Pretty much. You would send somebody and the, the Senate would not hold it for very long. They would say, yes, Mr. President, that's who you want. That's who you get. Unless there was something deeply disturbing about, and I think there is something deeply disturbing, right? You know about Jack Lew. It's interesting too on the money part of this. Like I, the, the Republican Party
2: stopped caring about spending. I don't know what year it was, but it, pretty recently, uh, at least stopped k- saying they they cared about spending. Like they really just hey, have, yeah. I guess they prioritized it. It, Yeah. Only when they're in the opposition do they say anything about it, Mm -hmm. basically, at Mm -hmm. this point. And it does not seem to be a central part of the platform anymore. Um, It's good. You want to make sure that you watch where this money goes i think there's no reason to to avoid doing something like that i think the interesting thing about this is like this is such a bad situation i'm someone who does care about spending like i we bring on budget experts all the time we still talk about how uh, you know this the the debt is out of control like it's an issue i still care about oh yeah but when it comes to issues like both ukraine and israel it is lower on my priority list. It's not it's not the top thing I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about like Ukraine is a great example of this. I'm upset about all the money that we're spending in Ukraine. It is not my top concern, however, when it comes to Ukraine. My top concern is this moronic group of people getting us into World War Three. Yes. That that is like I don't want them to spend the money. But like, if they spent the money on lollipops, I would be also very
0: upset about it. But I don't think it would cause World War Three. So I, yeah, right. I get that, but I am concerned about that. That's why I like the deal that the House has just put together mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Israel. If Big gets the amend, if Bigs gets the amendment, where you got to have eyes on it, that that should be a given. That Anytime should just be a money on given. So you got to have eyes on it. And the money comes from something you didn't spend that you said you wanted before. Well, now you want this. OK, we're going to take that. That is the way everybody in the real world works. Yeah. And it's a way to
2: actually address both things. Correct. Right. There's no reason why we can't take it from some
0: dilapidated program or either not spending it or wasting it. Yeah, I don't think and I, this is a real thing. We spent uh, I don't know how many millions on um uh, you know, I guess mapping the vaginas of lesbians in the Congo. I, I I mean, what 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 mapping them? Well, I don't know exactly what we did with them, but we were studying them for some reason, and I don't know why. And I don't
1: want to know. Mean, why. I don't want to know.
0: Want to know why? Just stop. Stop. There's enough cookies in the cookie jar that are so bad that we should take them out of the jar. And I, you know,
2: I, look, I've never been to the Congo. I, I had a timeshare there, but I never made it out there. Yeah. Um, but my my belief is it's probably not the greatest place to live on a day-to-day basis. And if so, leave these people alone. Stop studying their vaginas. Just let them, just let them live their lives. You don't need to go in there with all your equipment. Just leave them alone. Let them, let them breathe. You know what I'm saying? So, so <laughs> let, them, uh, just let, let them hang out there. It's that would be, be lower on your concern list.
0: So earlier this week, I published an op-ed, uh, and I'm going to go over some of it with you here in a second, on school choice here in Texas. This is great. This is a great op-ed. Is it? Is it? I just want to be careful. Before we jump on the great bandwagon, let's see the deal. You wrote the op-ed. What do you mean, is oh, it great? Oh, no, no, no. The op-ed, yes. Oh, of But I thought you were talking about you were the you are questioning new... your own op-ed. No, no, no. The 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 there's a uh, deal cut supposedly a deal reportedly cut. reportedly a deal cut let's wait to see because when you let me i'll just explain exactly why this is happening in texas and where it's happening a rest the rest of the country and why it's essential to have school choice now i mean we saw it through you know COVID. We saw, we saw what our kids were learning. We saw what was going on. And it's still going on. It's probably even worse now. Uh, no, you don't have the right to my child.
2: And, and uh, to be clear, you, this is not a question about whether you're going to have school choice or not. You're going to have school choice. The question is w- whether it's only rich people who have it. Yes. Because rich people already have it all the time. Yes, They already pick the good schools. They already give the benefits to their kids.
0: Yeah, That's we just pay taxes and then don't use the school. Yeah. You, just, you pay taxes and can't afford the school. If you don't have the money to do it, right? you know, you can't do it. So
2: the, the, the approach of the school choice movement is not to supply school choice. It's to supply school choice to people who don't have a lot of money. The people who have money are already
0: doing it, and that tells you which option is better. Now, the governor is really wanting school choice, but he expanded a special session to include teacher pay raises. Oh my. I'm. I'm going to lose my. I'll explain in just a minute. Stand by. The
2: Glenn Back Program.
0: What have I told you that your emergency preparedness could be a one stop shopping experience that you could settle in with your family during an emergency and not only feed them, but also provide for their other needs in the process just by going to one place you can and that one place is my patriot supply. They have so many of your needs covered. The biggest and most important, of course, is emergency food and you're going to want to get their three month emergency food kit. Amazing compact. They last for 25 years full of great meals. The meals also offer 2,000 calories per day. They're easy to prepare. We're talking a little water, a little heat, and you got a meal ready to go. I can tell you from personal experience, this is not your typical ration food. It's really delicious. But they also sell biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for power outages, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, survival gear that might come in handy. MyPatriotSupply.com prepare now. mypatriotsupply.com. be somebody that doesn't have panic in their eyes if god forbid the worst happens. mypatriotsupply.com.
2: head over to BlazeTV.com tv.com/glen use the promo code glenplus you'll save 36 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, the rights of all people. The rights as parents come from God, not government. I didn't get into a pact with the government. I got into a pact with my wife and my God and we made children, not the government. So I'm a parent through my own natural right given by God. Now, Texas is one of only 18 states where parents don't have the final say on their child's education. Even though school choice is sweeping the country, 32 states now have already passed some form of it with more to follow. In fact, this year alone, seven states have already established new school choice programs or expanded their existing ones. Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Iowa, among the states that went from no program to a universal one in 2023 and Texas needs to be next. And I think Greg Abbott deserves a lot of credit for calling a special legislative session so they can enact school choice. They failed in their last session. He called them back into session and said, we are We are empowering the parents of this state and good for him. He's following in the footsteps of Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, who was amazing she demanded school choice. Republican legislators kept it from happening. She pummeled them politically. And now Iowa is the leader in school choice with one of the best programs in the nation. Now, we've seen fantastic universal school choice programs signed into law. Governor Ron DeSantis did it in Florida. Sarah Huckabee Sanders did it in Arkansas, a number of other states. But what's so maddening is in Texas, a so-called uh, red state, There's only one guy. There's one guy standing in the way, and he's a Republican, and he's the House Speaker Dave Phelan. Phelan has gotten together with 24 rural Republicans who oppose school choice to control the fate of school choice in all Texas. In the special session just called by Abbott, Phelan stacked the Education Committee with a majority of anti-school choice Republicans. And they refuse to approve or pass any type of robust universal school choice program. So so, you know, the speaker of the house, the term rhino doesn't even begin to describe him. He is the only major Republican figure in all of Texas that is on the wrong side of this issue. The only one. He is also under his speakership. Uh, he's killed a few conservative things. Uh Uh, Phelan not only blocked school choice, but also he blocked border security measures as well as tax reduction and tax reform bills. Thank you, Republican Speaker. Phelan also decided to keep alive the covid masking for Texas universities. He appointed a liberal Democrat to chair the criminal jurisprudence uh, jurisprudence uh, committee. So our pro law enforcement measures in Texas were killed. One of Phelan's chief house officials is a liberal Democrat who was an Obama White House attorney and how, who now works for a law firm hired to kill conservative priorities. This guy is a liberal progressive Democrat, but he is disguising himself as a Republican and somehow or another, he's the speaker. Dan Patrick, our Lieutenant governor called on him to resign and he should. The house members need to get a, backbone themselves and a different speaker, somebody who is not a guy who is against, I don't know, tax cuts against masking in Texas, who's for school choice empowerment of parents and individuals. My gosh, think about how he is protecting and promoting socialism in Texas. Socialism is based on government monopolies and government control. It holds that the government one size fits all socialism hates competition, free market competition. The more robust the competition, the more choices someone has, the better the final product tends to be because the one who's the best usually wins. That's that school choice. Anything else is socialism. 73 of the independent studies done on school choice programs across the country, 93% found it not only resulted in taxpayer savings, but also produced higher academic outcomes. Not a single study found any negative effects on racial or ethnic diversity. Why, 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 why are we doing this? Why are we do- all parents of all colors of all incomes should have a choice of where to send their children? The real problem is our philosophy of education. We think that the government can do better than the private sector. That's ridiculous. The results of the STAR test. This is you know how we test you know everything that the kids are supposed to know. Believe it or not, listen to this. Grades three through eight, how are they performing academically? The average percentage of students performing at grade level in Texas in reading, only 39% are performing at grade level. The rest of them are below. For writing, 29% for math, 33% for science, 35% for social studies. If you can even call it that, that includes our history, 27%. So you've got about 30% of our population in Texas for the kids that are going on to the next grade, knowing that they've mastered the grade before. The most recent testing results show from anywhere from 60 to 73 percent, two-thirds to three-quarters of Texas students are performing below the grade level. Yet we're pouring money into it. In Texas, just this year, Texas teachers got a 22 percent pay raise. The state currently provides to schools more than $11,000 per student per year. And yet the teachers and the schools are demanding even more money. Let me stress this again. $11,000 per student. More than 60% of our kids are performing below the grade level. Any parents in Texas. Do you feel like you could take that $11,000 and bring it to a school that would give your child a better education? Because I think I could. And some teachers might be underpaid. But that's not the problem here. School choice in other states has proven that money is not the issue. Students across the nation are getting higher scores at considerably less expense. The real problem is our philosophy that education should exclude competition, better ideas, better content, more efficiency, effective teaching methods. Dade Phelan, teacher education groups, and the rural Republicans that oppose free market competition in education are putting the interest of the system and the interest of kids. A lower priority than the system. They care about the status quo more than the students. They, they care about socialistic ideas more than a good education. Last year. The Republican primary referendum ballot, 88% of Texas Republicans voted in favor of universal school choice. Statewide polling shows overall 74% of Texas parents with school children support educational choice. That's both sides of the aisle. Two dozen rural representatives uh, from uh, rural communities in the states that, that are Republican. This guy gathered him, gathered them around him. And they're saying that our rural schools, they're going to be good. No change is really needed here, really. No, no change is needed. And we don't want school choice because it will hurt our rural community. Well, only if you're doing poorly. Well, there's not going to be any school choice in our community. Then I guess it won't hurt you, will it? What what are you talking about? Oh, this is the civil rights issue of our time. There's so many of them. People want a choice, whether that's in a car, a restaurant, entertainment, clothing, or anything else. Choice and competition always improve the quality of a product. Even my own kids and grandkids, not a single one of them learned exactly the same. Not a, not a single thing that I have, you know, tried to use to shape them not a single thing has been a through thread for all of them. That I said something they were like, "Oh, dad, I get it. All of them have a different way of learning. By the way, this better include faith. Supreme Court uh multiple cases. School choice is constitutional and in 3 of the cases it ruled universal school choice programs you have a right to choose even religious schools for your kids. Opportunity for all, even people of faith. What is it that Dave Phelan is afraid of, parents? He thinks that parents, or are you lining your pockets, or what is your real goal here? Because I don't, I don't understand it. They're even pulling out phony groups like Pastors for Children to make the claim in some bizarre twist that school choice is unchristian. What? pastors for children are arguing that private schools are bad for children really because i know a lot of baptist schools around here i know a lot of christian schools i know catholic schools i know all kinds of christian jewish schools all over the state somehow or another the pastors have all gotten together are they the pastors of george soros If you live in Texas, there is a compromise made with Dade Felon. Uh, uh, and I don't trust anything that comes from the speaker. Nothing. I've seen some of the details. It looks like maybe, but the devil is always in the details. Make a difference. It's critical if, you're, if you live in the state of Texas that representatives hear from you right now. Very simple, direct way you can do this. I urge you, if you're not in Texas, but you know people who are, encourage them to do this. Text KIDS, K-I-D-S, to 80550. Go to the website, texasforschoolchoice.org. You'll get your representative's phone number, email, and address. There are three effective ways you can make your voice heard. I suggest you do all three. Tell your representative that you want school choice and Dade Phelan is standing in the way. Even if he's made a compromise, let's make sure it's fully on board. Either way, I think you should tell your, your uh, representative that Dade Phelan has got to go. Nothing mean, nothing threatening. Just remind them that Republicans are serious. We're tired of these people that are coming in and saying they're just like us, but then they stand against tax cuts. They stand for masking. They stand for bigger government. They stand against school choice. No. So text KIDS, K-I-D-S, to 80550 or go to the website texasforschoolchoice.org. I want to tell you about a hero. 9-11 first responder, uh, FDNY, uh, Fire Department of New York, Lieutenant Joseph Maiello. He answered the call on 9-11. Ten years later, he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty. He was one of the guys in the fire department That was there and lived. Then he suffered a heart attack, left behind a wife and children, and he had the heart attack while he was on the line of duty. This is where Tunnel to Towers comes in. They paid the mortgage on the Maiello family home. They helped remove much of their financial burden during what was for them a very dark and difficult time. This is who the Tunnel to Towers is. When heroes like Joseph Maiello lose their lives in the line of duty or catastrophically injured in the line of duty, Tunnel to Towers is there to help. They're doing good in the country, good news that you can be part of. America's heroes and their families need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Serve our fellow brothers and sisters and see the benefits that come out of it. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Donate $11 a month to T, the number 2T.org. That's T2T.org. Join the conversation. 888 727 Beck, the Glenn Beck program. All right, you sick freak. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got quite a program lined up for you yet. Uh, don't miss a second as we continue Wednesday. Wednesday night uh, TV, tonight, we're going to be talking about what's really going on uh, in, uh, in Israel. There is a—the the, the thing that happened last night in Israel where Hamas— uh said they just Israel just bombed uh all of these uh this camp with all of these refugees and Israel came out immediately and said uh-huh yeah 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 we did wait why would you admit that well because it's true and did you notice that everything collapsed underneath uh because there was a whole nother sub level that's where the terrorists were hiding under the refugee camp and We told everybody to leave. We begged everybody to leave that area. We told them that we were coming, and uh, nope. Uh, And that, unfortunately, is war. And, by the way, they also killed one of the head people of Hamas who planned the attacks on October 7th. Right. Um, But I'm going to show you some things that are happening uh, not only overseas, what's really going on, and who these people really are with their masks off. But I'm going to show you... Uh, A guy from Michigan, a very important imam from Michigan, talking about the coming of the 12th imam. The 12th imam is um, Iran's biblical prophecy of the end of the world. I'll just give you a quick highlight. Their bad guy is our good guy, and uh, our bad guy is their good guy. Uh, it's kind of like the reverse of the book of Revelation. And that's what they're talking about. And he's asking the people in Dearborn, Michigan, what are you gonna do about it? He's coming, are you gonna be a part of this or not? And to be a part of the coming of the 12th Imam, you have to wash the world in blood. I think we should pay attention, especially now that we have all red alerts blinking all over because we've let 10 million people across our border that we don't know who they are.